Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the TikTok Podcast, and this is episode 30. How did that happen? I mean, seriously, how is that even possible that we have had 30 awesome, if I may say so myself, 30 conversations, 30 interactions, 30 connections, 30 hopefully ahas and takeaways. And I got to tell my mom, my girlfriend, I got to tell my husband, like, ooh, that was a hot point. Great guests. And here we are, 30 episodes in. I really remember dropping that first episode, wondering if there was going to be any more to come. And here we are. Why do I say that? Well, I think I kind of know what's been happening on your side. Yes, I'm a little bit psychic. I know what happens once you listen to an episode. Let me just lay it out there and you can tell me if I'm right. And when I do, I'll tell you the premise of today's podcast. So I think what happens is you listen to an episode and you're like, wow, that was awesome. (laughs) At least I hope that's what you're thinking, right? Or you're thinking, okay, I'm going to do it, whatever it is from that. Like I'm going to have the expectation conversation. I'm going to clean out the junk drawer so that I have a clear mind and a clear schedule and I can really know where my time is going. Okay. I am going to focus on my energy times. I'm going to do that Sunday brain drain. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I feel great. And then what happens maybe an hour later or the next day or whatever, it's like, Oh man, yeah, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Now, no judgment, like seriously, no judgment. But I think what happens is subconsciously, We ask ourselves a question that we should never, ever, ever ask. The question itself, not good. It's no bueno. It's the answer, though, to the question that's even worse. So, Callie, what's the question? Okay, I'll tell you in just a minute. And as I unfold it, if you have heard me share this before, don't tune out because I had a couple of fresh thoughts at the end that I want to circle back with. So we start off really strong, like in full belief, in confidence, and then something happens. And what I think it is, is this question with this answer. So first, let me give you a quick example. My most recent example that I could think of that happened. Now, trust me, there are many examples over the course of my career and my adulthood, and even prior to that, that I could give you. But for the sake of making this understandable. So you guys know, probably at this point, that I had lunch with my girl, Vanessa, a few months ago. That's how the podcast started. And it was not a lunch about a podcast. It was just a lunch we love to talk about personal growth and development. And we're moms of kids about the same age. And, you know, we just every so often we we need to check in. We need to see how things are going. And it was halfway through that lunch that Vanessa looked at me. I'll never forget. I know exactly where we're sitting, what we were wearing. Vanessa, you were wearing a hat. She likes to wear hats. I love hats too. And she said, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? Okay. Well, that sounded actually kind of great at the time. I was like, huh? Yeah. I, 
I mean, I like podcasts. I listen to them all the time. I've been wanting to do something. I mean, why not? Right. So it sounded good. And then reality hit in probably when I got in the car and I was driving home and kind of that reality of like, what was I thinking? I don't have time for a podcast. I don't have any experience. I don't even know how to do it. By the way, there are courses out there that supposedly say, if you've got a phone and you like to talk, you can do a podcast. Okay. Mm, Nope, (laughs) not quite. And I think I knew deep down inside, like it's a little more complicated than that. I already had, like I mentioned, a super full schedule. I have responsibilities. And what had happened was I asked myself that deadly dark side, go into the dark side. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I actually have gone to the dark side. I did get my hair darker, but look at my eyebrows. Like it's as God intended. Okay. Not that, not that dark side, but the actual dark side. I'd asked myself that deadly question. And what in turn happened was I gave myself the deadly answer. So here you go. It's just two words. It's a very short question. And it sounds something like this. Can I? And maybe sometimes we even say it like, but, but can I? Can I really? And the answer so many times is I can't. And oftentimes we ask ourselves the question and we answer the question because of other things that we feel. We feel that we can't because, because of my resources or my time or my experience or my age or what I've done in the past, or it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. I don't know that I have what it takes. It was really interesting. One of our previous guests, my girl, Karen, who was talking about her book that she wrote, um, it's really designed for moms of seniors. I mean, it's really for anybody, but especially for moms of seniors talking about navigating, letting go, et cetera, episode 15. And recently though, Karen also works with our youth at the church. And I saw her post on social. What are some lies that girls believe and tell themselves? And as I was reading these and also contributed my own to this conversation, I was thinking, that's really the question girls are saying. Can I? Can I have a healthy relationship? Can I feel love even if I'm not perfect? Can I? Right. All those things. Because what happens is we ask ourselves a can I question and we answer it. I can't. Now that's the that's the downside. That's the bad news. But I've got good news. What if I told you that if you add one more word to that question, it's going to completely fix it. It's going to transform it. Whether it has to do with your schedule, your time, your resources, your dreams, what you think you're capable of. So in just a second, I'll add the question, the, the extra word to that question. Are you ready? Now, before I do, I know I'm taking you all over the place on this journey, but I really want this to sink in. I want to tell you how I decided to alter that question. It started with a course that I was taking. And the beauty about this was I was taking the course and then I was teaching the course. So I was taking it and then turning around and reteaching it to people. And this particular 
section was about resourcefulness and resolve. That was the topic. How can we be resourceful? How can we have resolve? So as I was wanting to explain it in my own words, I was thinking about the opposite of resourcefulness and resolve. And when I was thinking about that, what is it not? And what is it? That's when I stumbled on this thought. And I thought, oh, I've got it. I've got it. The question that we now know to avoid is, can I? That implies doubt. But if we add in the word, how? How can I? All of a sudden, everything changes. How can I? So when you think of the word, now that you know the full gamut here, when you think of the question, can I? What does that lead to? It leads to the possibility of quitting. It's a yes or no question. And those odds, them odds are not good. It's 50-50. Nah. Nobody's going to put a bet down on that. It leads to comparison. It leads to doubt. It leads to wavering. It has a negative implication, right? But what if we add in that word, how? Everything changes. We think in terms of being a winner and having the victory. We don't think about quitting. It's not an option. It's not in our vocabulary. We start to brainstorm. You see, how can I says there are solutions. There are fresh ideas. It creates problem solving. It creates hope and vision, movement and growth, running your own race. I think back in significant times of frustration. And if you're in a season of frustration, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Don't look at it as something that is holding you back. Instead, say to that frustration, but how can I? How can I? And asking that question, I believe in my experience, leads to significant growth, freshness, freedom, clarity, whether again, it's your schedule, your time, your resources, your dreams. So back to that story of the podcast, I stopped asking myself, can I? And I shifted to how can I? Now, is it that easy? Do I just flip a switch? Not necessarily, but I've been doing this long enough that I can catch myself. Have you ever done that? I guess they call it thinking about what you're thinking about. So sometimes we just have to stop and say, what am I thinking about? Let me say it out loud. And when we say it out loud, you're like, wow, that is negative. That is not helpful at all. Can I? I can't. Okay, cancel, cancel. Instead, how can I? And when I started to think of the how can I's, here are some of the things that happened. There is a gal in the industry, in the podcast industry named Stephanie Gass. And I found out she had a free checklist. Yeah. So I downloaded the free checklist and I thought, well, at least this is a roadmap. This is a path to get there. That's a start. And then I thought, you know, that's a big old deal. So why don't I start small? And I started to do my TikTok walks on my social media, just in my stories. Like, no big deal. Let me try it out. Let me see if I even like it. And I did. I started to ask for advice and help in certain areas. I Googled things a lot, like a lot. What's an RSS feed? Yeah, I Googled things like that. What size of an image do you have to have to be able to upload to Apple Podcasts? Oh, don't get me started on that one. But I also broke it into bite-sized pieces. I decided I'm going to have gratitude that we are in a virtual world, that this is even an option. I'm going to have gratitude for my previous experience in television news. I used to produce the news. And man, if I could learn how to do that, I mean, surely I could learn how to do this. I took it a step at a time. I hired in certain areas but on a shoestring budget. Keep in mind, I delegated. I realized that some people are good at this. And I felt like 
okay, somebody is good at this. I don't have to be good at this, but I am capable that I could at least give it a shot, right? And that actually gave me courage that if somebody else can do this, I can do this too. I gave myself a deadline. How can I? Well, I'm going to give myself a deadline and see what's going to happen. I've got to not give myself someday. I'll do it. Or tomorrow, I'll do it. Or maybe somebody else will just figure it out for me. I couldn't wait on that. I gave myself a deadline and one that really made me get to step in. And I gave myself a goal. And I was also willing. I was willing to shift my schedule because when I said, how can I? Like, or can I? See, I'm so used to saying the right way. Can I? It was like, I am already tapped out. I've got two teenagers. I've got a husband, a busy life, a lot that I'm involved in, a significant business that I run. I do our family social media for our family business. Like, I mean, what? But then I realized I was willing to shift my schedule. I was willing to do that for a season to see what would happen. So the can I question is a resounding no, because we say I can't. The how can I felt like a gentle and welcome yes. It was almost like a whispered, yes, yes, you can. And here is how. So what about you? What have you been thinking you can't do for whatever reason? Especially in these last 30 episodes, like sounds good for her, but not for me. Maybe it's things like, I can't get up early. Well, how can I get up early? Maybe that has to do with going to bed. Maybe it has to do with, Sleeping in your workout clothes so that it makes you get up. How can I get up early? Maybe you have one of those alarm clocks that makes you actually get out of bed and do a task before you turn it off. Maybe you have an accountability partner. Maybe you get a new pillow that you sleep better. Maybe you change your habits at night. Maybe you change your habits in the morning. How can I get up early? You know, I remember I'm not traditionally normally a morning person. And yes, we're going to have some episodes on morning rhythms and whatever. And I just didn't like it. I didn't want to. It wasn't my nature. And at the time, my oldest was much younger and he was an early bird. And one morning, for whatever reason, I got up a little bit earlier and I heard him just pad down the stairs. Oh, he probably had his little teddy bear in his hands. He padded down the stairs and I was sitting in one of our big chairs and he crawled up in my lap and just snuggled in the morning. And all of a sudden I thought, how can I get up early? I can get up because it means something to me to have this one-on-one time with him. Because what, the minute my daughter was born, <laughs> they're 20 months apart, she kind of um, staked a claim to me, let's just say, and <laughs> still to this day, like I am her person. And he didn't all, often get that alone time with me. And I realized, how can I? Well, I can get up early enough because I wanted that sacred time with him. Now he's 15. He doesn't get up in my lap and snuggle me anymore. No regrets. Now I get up early because I want to model for my kids what it looks like to have that priority time in the morning to set the tone. I set the thermostat for our, for our home. Okay, moving on. Maybe it's like, I don't know. I, can I find time to work out? Can I have a date night? Can I figure out my finances? Can we have home cooked meals? Can I double my business this year? Can I get the promotion? Can I have leisure time? Can I not ever be late? Can I say no? Oh, how can I? 
How can I find time to work out? How can I have date night? How can I figure out my finances? How can I have home-cooked meals? By the way, doesn't mean you have to cook them. How can I double my business? How can I get the promotion? How can I prioritize leisure time? How can I choose not to be late? How can I say no? You know, if you don't want to believe me in this, then let me tell you another industry leader out there that I love how she shares this concept. She's also going to call me, have her people call me, be on the show, vice versa. I mean, I'll be on her show if she wants me to. Marie Forleo. She says it this way. Everything is figureoutable. Have you listened to any of her content? Everything is, is figureoutable. And she tells the story. I won't give it away, but her story of her mom and the radio. And that was one of her first indications that these things can be figured out. They can, you can find a solution. You can give yourself permission to find the solution. She doesn't say some things are figure outable or some things are figure outable for some people. Everything is figure outable mentality. And I just love that. Here's a great story I just read recently. They have had the Olympic trials for the marathon for the Olympics in Paris. How fun is that? By the way, that's my dream to go to the Olympics. We were going to go to Tokyo in 2020, but we all know what happened there. Anyways, so the Olympic trials and it was for the women's marathon. This just happened a week or so ago. And would you know that the woman that won the Olympic trial. So she is going to the Olympics. Her name is Fiona O'Keefe. This was her first marathon ever. Her first official marathon ever. She qualified for the trials based on her half marathon time. <laughs> Nobody knew who she was. She was not on the scene. Can I win the Olympic trials marathon to go to the Olympics? No, of course I can't. How can I? Well, maybe she said, I can embrace what I'm good at, my running style. I can embrace that I am the, from the behind, you know, I'm the underdog. No pressure. There's no pressure on me. I'm going to appreciate that. How can I, with her training, with her habits, with her beliefs, with her thoughts, with her time, with her time invested, how can I? And I just wonder how many young women look at her and say, well, if Fiona can, then I can too. A couple last thoughts that I wanted to leave you with. It doesn't just have to be about yourself asking that question. Another new industry guy that I'm following, his name is Chris Voss. Now he's a hostage negotiator and I don't know that we necessarily need all of his, all of his expertise all the time, unless maybe you've got, well, I guess toddlers or teenagers, right? His negotiation techniques from his book called Never Split the Difference. I'm listening to that, been listening to that on audiobook. I need to get an actual book. There's so much to write down in notes, but it can be applied in a lot of areas, including time management, including energy and emotional management, which we talk about a lot. And in that, he talks about you could use this concept even with other people. He's got some great stories that we don't have time for today. But if somebody, let's say that your boss is wanting to take you off of a task, put you on another task, maybe create a task that is such a time waster, that is not something that you normally would do. The question that you're going to ask in this case is, how am I supposed to do that? Or how would you like for me to do that? It's that how part. 
And that puts that back on that person to start to problem solve. So you can say it with a smile, with a kind tone, but how would you like for me to do that? How am I supposed to do that? And I thought that that was great to say, it's not just to be used for yourself, but you can use that with other people. Okay. So what are some of our practical applications? And then a last thought that I have for you. Well, I would love for you as we're 30 episodes in to pick a past episode that you want to use this practice on. I'll remind you of a few because we're not that big yet. We only have 30. So maybe there are a couple of episodes that you think, you know, I love the concept, but I have been saying, can I? I can't. And so maybe that was Angie's episode three when she talked about having a support system. Oh, can I? Well, how can I? How can I start one? How can I join one? Maybe it was Chelsea's episode in episode six, where we were talking about if we don't plan out our time, we're literally letting other people take it. Hmm. How can I plan it out so that I have the autonomy and the control? I think maybe about episodes eight and 10, brain drain and weekly plan sheet. Oh, that doesn't work for me. How can it work for me? Maybe I think about episode nine with Molly. She was talking about the difference between rules and boundaries. Well, but you don't know my family. You don't know my relationships. You don't know my friends. But how could you? How could you have some of those healthy boundaries? Maybe I think about Christy. And that was episode 11. And she was talking about the types of time and the energy that it takes. How can I? tap into my best energy times. Maybe I think about Randy in episode 13 when she was talking about that when we say yes to something, we're saying no to something. When we say no to something, we're saying yes to something. Her energy management as a cystic fibrosis warrior and what that looks like. How can I also have that same attitude towards my yeses and my noes? Maybe it was cradling versus juggling. How can I juggle less, cradle more? Maybe it was with Vanessa and her bestie, Shana, talking about money and time and finances. Maybe it was Chatney in episode 19 on our expectation conversation. Maybe it was something with my grandmother. How can I also leave a legacy like that? How can I start today? Maybe it was episode 22, procrastination. How can I? (laughs) Maybe it was 23 with Emily on organization. Maybe it was my surrender prayer in 24. Maybe Caitlin talking about self-worth in 25, a bug list and delegation. That was 26 and 28. Maybe it was Heather. How can I define success for me in episode 27? Or maybe it was just most recently Kaylee in 29 talking just about how can I release some things and amplify some things. So don't just listen and don't ask yourself, can I? Ask yourself, how can I? So closing this, I just want you to know that there are different ways that you can actually emphasize this question on the uh, syllable, right? Which syllable do you want to emphasize? How can I? We've been talking about that already. How can I? And maybe it's not just how can I, but why can I? Or I can because. What's the purpose behind it? That kind of goes back to the very beginning when we talked about resolve. I can because. And lastly, how can I? That's working in your strengths. 
you being you, nobody else. How can I, as an introvert or extrovert or ambivert, how can I in my Enneagram, how can I, as a mom of a bunch of kids, how can I, as not having children, how can I being married, not being married, how can I having my own business or working for somebody, how can I, how can I, not how can she, how can they, how can anybody else, how can I? And the beautiful thing, like Fiona that you heard about, or any of the women or men in your life that have inspired you, your how can I unlocks the key to somebody else's. So be brave in it. Ask yourself the right question. Avoid the can I, it will never serve you. And ask yourself, how can I? And then trust yourself in the answer. All right, here's to 30 episodes. Cheers to 30, the first 30 and God willing, the next 30. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode. And until then, make every moment count.